Welcome to the final episode of the 2018-2019 season of Gone with the Wind, where we will be asking the most important question of the past week. Why on earth was Barbara Streisand not presenting A Star is Born? This is Gone with the Wind. Cue the music. That, that, that sounds like La La Land. I didn't, I didn't mean it to, but then it turned kind of into that. So. <laughs> hey, everybody. We think about that day where we... Okay, no, that's... Left him at a great foundation. Yeah. Santa Fe. We were 17, <laughs> but he was sweet as... Okay. And it was true. <laughs> And you know what I have to do is continue with this uh, song. But no, hi everyone. I'm Manning from Gone with the Wind. This is our wonderful panel. You you heard me right at the beginning. This is the Gone with the Wind show, the show about award shows, ranging all the way from the Oscars, when we talk about specifics tonight, and to the very beginning where we had like what? Remember the Golden Globes? Those were feel like forever ago. But two months ago. Two months ago, I felt like see exactly an eternity ago. Forever ago. Um, are we guys sad that the award season is now over? Or are we happy? I'm sad how we ended. A little bit of both. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm glad that, um, in a way, I'm glad this award season over. With all the controversies and the, they're going, we're going to take this away. Oh, no, we're not. We're just kidding. It's like, it's like... yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, uh, we have a regular panel here, guys. We got Abe. Hi. We have Ryan. What's up? And we got Malcolm. Hey. See, short, sweet, and simple. We're getting really good at this now, guys. So too bad this is our last episode ever. Not, not just Yay. kidding. Ever. Just, just kidding. This is uh before our hiatus, at least two month hiatus. And we'll do some reformatting, get you guys, I guess, back up around probably uh May. We're gonna shoot for May sometime to be our I'm Calling it now. May will be sometime when we come back up. Uh, could be sooner, could be a little later, but that is our current time jumping on point. We're just going to take a little it's bit of time to. <laughs> it's good. Okay. Yeah. Just Isn't throwing a. Can? Yep. <laughs> Low hanging fruit. He took it. Um, but yeah, this will be our, uh, our our time to just recuperate and you guys to miss us just enough to where you're like, I want some more gum with the wind back in our lives. And then we'll really appreciate that. But, you know what happened this past Sunday, guys? Chaos. Coming to an end. This award season. Coming to an end. Because, good lord almighty, this was one of the most stressful and slash, not unpredictable, but more open races than we've seen in the past. And that finally reared its, reared its ugly head, considering how poorly we all did in our Oscar pools. Oh, God. <laughs> how much did... Uh, we're going to go around. Abe, do you remember what you got? I did. And I am embarrassed to say it, but it's a number between 12 and 14. It's 13, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. 13 out of 24. That's that's just sad for me. I'm embarrassed. Like I shouldn't be in this show. You should. You should. Be uh, well, um, we're gonna. You, uh, you should be looking for someone else to replace. Um, I, I, look, I just want to say my defense. Should have been fourteen. 
because nobody saw Olivia Coleman winning. Olivia Coleman didn't see Olivia Coleman winning. Yeah, and... so should have been 14, which is still bad. But <laughs> I mean, and those shorts and Bohemian Rhapsody winning editing. There's no excuses for me. I, I'm just not happy with my results. Ryan, what'd you get? Um, <laughs> I did better on my Gone with the Wind ballot than I did on my Day of ballot. Oh, um, but my Day of ballot is the one I'll count. I'll fess up to it. I got 14. Mm. Mm. I chickened out of a couple bold <laughs> predictions that I had that I would have gotten right, but just oh, such well. a chicken shit. All right, and. <laughs> Just beating yourself into the dirt over here. Yeah. Um, I, I got um, thirteen as well, just like Abe. And I got fourteen as well. Uh, uh, and yeah, definitely not our. This was, I think, might have been the worst that I've done um, for an Oscar pool. Hey, I mean, we all got over fifty percent, so. Yes, this is true. <laughs> we are more right than we were wrong. <laughs> I mean, some some of these though were like you know we all got shallow, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, but hey, speaking of the Oscars, guys, let's jump right into it. All right. So we start off. We're painting the picture. We zoom right in, and what do we start off with? We start hearing some music, guys. And what do you know? The opening act, surprising no one, we got Queen or Adam Lambert and Queen. What do we think about that? It, what, well, we have what Ryan thinks about it. What do you guys think? <laughs> I, I mean, um, I, I do love that they've got, they've, you know, they're using Adam Lambert to tour with now because, I mean, like, well, yes, he's, he, like, because I've seen this, um, a lot of people say this, like, a lot of people say it's like, Adam Lambert's no Freddie Mercury. He's not got the same force. Like he's not even trying to know. be like. He's know. not even trying to be like Freddie Mercury. He's being himself, and it, it works for this way he was singing it. I, I mean, like while the performance could have been better, it's definitely like it definitely was my favorite live performance of the mm-hmm. night. We'll get to that. In oh a yeah. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, that's not. A fight later. <laughs> oh. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, this was definitely, yeah. Uh, Abe, did you have any deterring thoughts from Abe? Or Abe? Uh, from- uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, the only reason why Bohemian Rhapsody was nominated. Just so they get Queen here. You know, that's the only reason that I was happy with it. Like, that's the bright on the on the dark tunnel. Like, I got to see, to see Brian May, like, perform that guitar. You can watch him many videos, but it's always great see see him perform that guitar, even though I think it was playback or something like that kind of thing. I'm not sure. Maybe. But that's the only reason I'm happy with it. Uh, the performance I thought was okay. Adam Lambert, sure. I mean, did any of you guys watch American Idol? Uh, no. 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 I, I had no idea no. who he was until that night. So Adam Lambert was on in the era where I used to religiously watch that with my family. Oh, And he was great on American Idol. And he has just gone so far downhill since then. Like, really? I was just like, wow, like, what is, like, eh, honestly, like, I, I really like Adam Lambert and I had trouble recognizing that voice. Like, I don't know if it was the stage or what the case was, but I just thought it was, like, it wasn't a good version of We Are the Champions. Like it was, it, it, was, it was cool a, to see Brian May and Roger Stone or yeah. Roger or whatever Taylor. 
Um, Wrong thing on the brain. <laughs> yeah, you can you can tell what I've been thinking. <laughs> um, but it just I don't know. Like I just thought it was weak. Fear Walker, like did you sing Rocky, Rocky in American Idol? Sorry, or is he a rocker? Like rocks? Like did he sing rock? Yeah, he sang everything. Oh, so I don't know. Then but yeah, no, but yeah, he did, he did some some hard rock. He was great. He was great. Uh, like yeah. Adam Lambert was something else. Yeah, this this was just. Yeah, this was. I could have cut it, and you, I, I wouldn't miss it. I wouldn't miss it at all. Um, this was just this was this was very much like okay, they're obligated ob- not not obligated to do this, but this was very like telegraph performance. Like they wanted it because Queen, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was a thing. I could have cut it. Which then we get into the actual show, into our opening question mark. But not our opening, because it was literally also an announcement of one of our first... It was like an opening slash announcement for one of our board, presenta- one of our board presentations. What do we think about this hybrid of, of these three uh, actresses coming up and then presenting the award, but also doing the opening at the same time? And also, what do we think of them? Maya Rudolph, uh, Tina Fey, and Amy Poehler. I mean, I, I love... Um all three of them and they do have great chemistry together um oh yeah and i mean getting them to open up be the first presenters work because that they've got the comedic thing i mean i do wish they got them to be the actual host i would have loved to see that but i mean like and one one thing i'll say about this is like well yes it flowed good without a host like um it just seemed really weird without a host as well, especially near the end, like at the very end, where um, when Julia said good night, like normally you would get the host to sort of say good night at the end, but it just seemed so weird without the host sort of being there to do the transitions. Yeah, which goes into asking, did we miss a host? Like, what do I... we think about that? Uh, no, I did not. Like the host is there used to do transitions and an opening more monologue. Like I don't think like the beats work, like some of them work, like the selfie one worked, the pizza the pizza one from Ellen, I think it worked. But like many of like the Jimmy Kimmel where they brought the tourists from the Hollywood Boulevard, I don't think that one worked, that one's rough. So I did not yeah. miss that at all. Like those are the boring parts for me. Like I think celeb- many celebrities, like presenters have enough uh, charisma and talent just to carry on the show, like, just by presenting. Yeah. It was shown, like, I thought, uh, I'm going ahead, but, like, I thought James McAvoy and, is it Danny and Guerrera? Yeah. I don't remember. Deny Guerrera. Deny, yeah, yeah. I thought their presenting was, was wonderful. Also, Melissa McCarthy, and I don't remember the name of the guy. Brian <laughs> Terry Henry, yeah. Yeah that, yeah, that one was probably the best one of the night. I so I, I, I honestly did not miss the whole, like, I, I could be good with it. Uh, yeah. So, Ryan, what did you say about the host? Uh, I did miss the host. Um, I don't know. I felt like the show felt very chintzy and, like, very, like, small and not very well organized and like you were organized by this computer voice and it just i don't know it didn't it didn't have the life that i wanted it to 
and it would just uh-huh. it was just cutting from like one thing to another and of course the show was very uh i felt like it it was started to devolve into i think what people were afraid it was going to become last year um and i i don't know i was just not i was not super into it and when i, I say actually, devolve into what it was going to become last year it was this uh was more of a political showcase than one about movies yeah no i 100 percent agree it felt lifeless like there was checking boxes like we have to get to the end yeah. So we're just gonna announce these really fast. Like I love the speed at which we got to things. It didn't feel like it was it was plotting in a way. Yeah. Like we 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 got to what we needed to do. Uh, we got we didn't really play too many people off. We played people off, obviously, but it felt like we were actually taking our time yeah. in a way, but but speeding along because mm-hmm. we cut off some of the extra bits that didn't need to be there. But at the same time, without a host, it feels very. It feels unorganic or inorganic what's the, whatever inorganic. Unorganic. inorganic inorganic there you go i about to say that out loud and i'm like that's not a word because we don't have this person bringing it all together i can see i am call call me old-fashioned but i like it when someone is there to help move things along literally that's something that's been done for every awards award show up until there you look at the indie spirits that happened the night prior aubrey plaza did a fantastic job like you know, just kind of making things flow, not being too, you know, wordy, just kind of giving, presenting things as is, keeping the direction going and giving great opening monologue. Uh, like, I thought, well, also, no Whoopi Goldberg. She really did probably didn't feel well. <laughs> Must have actually had pneumonia. Yep. So <laughs> take those tinfoil hats off. We don't need them anymore yet. Um, but yeah, no. I definitely felt the absence of a host, which wasn't a bad thing. It it was just more like, oh, it it lacked the grandeur, the grandeur that comes with yeah. the Oscars. Uh, but yeah, okay. First the award that they the three of them presented, the not host. Um, were any of us shocked that they went right into it? No, there's usually a supporting award right off the top. No, yeah. I mean like. I mean, like, went into it lies in, like, not, this isn't really an opening. We're just going to, like, just, just announce the first one right here, right now. No, I mean, I figured they were, like, if they had a host, they were probably going to jump straight okay. into it because. Might have been just like, me. But, because, I mean, like, I think if Creed wasn't performing, maybe they will would have got some someone and do, like, you know, an opening mm-hmm. speech sort of thing. But, but yeah. Agreed. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. Uh, bet. Oh uh, yeah. The best supporting actress goes to Regina King. If Billy could talk, no, no, I, I, I took the L on that one. No Rachel Weisz. So yeah. So was it her all along? Were we just kind of like trying to speak things into existence that wasn't going to be? It was her all along. Yeah, I mean, I, she's who I had picked um, to win. Um, but she missed BAFTA and SAG. That's just I, confusing. Yeah, I, but then again, she she wasn't nominated in either of them too. I thought, well, maybe I she might win. Be she will come out of nowhere to win. So I I just think if someone else like that was nominated, let's say uh, Rachel Weisz or uh, Amy Adams had won. Uh, Zach 
we will be having another conversation. Mm -hmm. But because Emma Blunt won, it's like it was Regina King yeah. because she was getting all the posts. Like no nobody got like con uh like uh price after price after price. There was no runaway. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's nobody that caught off the Regina like enough to make people what is forget about her. Mm -hmm. And that 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 that's why I chose her. Yeah, and, no and the threat. other thing is um the favorite girls probably split the votes. Yeah, yeah. probably. Mm. I also think that like not that this has any bearing on the votes. Um, she also had the best Oscar clip of the <laughs> of the group of them. Like yeah, they picked a lot of weird clips. At the yeah, Oscars. I mean, um, even they didn't even pick her best clip though. Which is like. But I thought that was a really good clip. And by comparison, it was the best clip. <laughs> I mean, we'll probably get into clips later on for another category. Like, the favorite sure. girls had okay clips. And what was Marina de Tavera's? I don't remember what hers was. It was a random scene where she, like, barely said anything, like, at dinner. With yeah, she was sexy. Yeah, like, when she's... Not her. the scene that she's saying her husband is leaving her. Like, come on. <laughs> That's or why I was like, I don't even remember. Or where she's saying, uh, Cleo, that yeah. that she's there to support her, like better scenes in Roma, like they just selected one word. They're tagging with the children. There's also two incredible Amy Adams scenes in Vice, and they didn't pick either of them. I they was picked like, the one where they had the long silence before she said, good. Okay, cool. What what are we doing here? People. <laughs> I don't know. The clips were were not good. They picked this year. Most of them were not good. We'll get to the Rami Malek one, but the Rami Malek one was actively the worst I have seen. Like <laughs> he was not even acting. People. He was doing something I, mean, I do every Saturday night, and I don't know the lyrics of a song. Yeah, exactly. It was lip uh, lip syncing. All right, moving on. Uh. Wait, was I might have this mi list mixed up. Was makeup and hairstyling next? I don't remember. I think it was. I think it was really early. I I might have done this completely wrong, but we're gonna go anyway. And pretend like this is the right list. <laughs> uh, makeup and hairstyling went to the worst speech of the night. Vice. Uh, Do you remember that? Or did no. we block it out? Uh, People, uh, they, they got up there for Vice. They won for Vice makeup and hairstyling. Rightly so. Good makeup and hairstyling. Well, there was nominated that category at least and they paused looked at each other awkward silence and they kept reading off names from a from a list they had oh yeah <laughs> where they were just thanking everybody yeah and i'm thinking you're the reason that people wanted to cut this from the show <laughs> this is not helping <laughs> anyone's cause yeah yeah no that wasn't good was, yeah i mean i mean i wasn't surprised they won though I mean, still no. worse. No, it was pretty obvious. Oh, no, that was one of the obvious ones of the night. But that was, like, to me, the worst speech of the night, or... Because it was... Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. And was it even a speech? Well, no, it wasn't the worst. It was... I mean, maybe it was the worst. It's debatable. <laughs> I mean, because nothing happened in the speech is the big thing. Like... Nothing happened in a lot of speeches. It was, it was, just, it was just very <laughs> boring, is what we'll say. Very, very boring. Sure. Um, uh, all right, so maybe this will be the right list. If not, Variety, help me out here. 
<gasps> yes, because aha, aha, I did have okay. Documentary feature was before, so haha. So free solo one, cool. Yeah, that was awesome. That was a good. That was a really great win. Um, Although this was awkward that they like they talked for a while, which was fine, but then they almost missed thanking out like they started yeah. to play them off as they were actually trying to think like i understood what they were trying to do like build to alex's last guy they think but i was just like they Careful. were starting to play the music like at the end of talking about sani and it was just like okay stop talking about sani she doesn't really matter like <laughs> no <laughs> talk about the guy who actually did the freaking climb yep who's standing right there awkwardly it's like cool. Thanks for having me, guys. And then his name got thanked, but right, rightly so. So now, question: If "Won't You Be My Neighbor" was here, would that have won, or was "Free Solo" the one always? I think if "Won't You Be Your Neighbor" was here, it would have run. And I think it should, like, should have been nominated. Why wasn't it there? Maybe the Academy doesn't like it. Maybe the because there's like Lena. It. Because they don't want people because they don't want people to remember it. Like, oh, that was a documentary last year for next year's Oscars. Uh, I don't know. They don't. Like I still don't understand that. That was the biggest snub. They, they 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 don't want to. They don't want to be Fred's neighbor. Yeah. They don't. They're just heartless. <laughs> yeah, no, that'll be that'll be one we will talk about for years to come for documentary at least because mm. so weird. Unless we forget they don't like Republicans. That's not too. That's it. Well, I don't, he, oh, come on. He was, he was more, he was like, he was everyone's neighbor. He was I don't know who he was until last year, so. Well, everyone but A, apparently. Uh, costume design in the best presentation where I was rolling on the floor in laughter because of how absurd it was. Black Panther wins. Ruthie Carter, the first woman of color to win costume design. That's a big stat. And production design, Hannah, her Beechler, Beckler, Beckler, Beckler for Black Panther. Another one. The one. Same. So she, she had kind of a weird speech, but which one was it? The one where she? I actually she really was, she was, she was the one that was like voting over Ryan Coogler for giving her time and space to express herself. Mm-hmm. Well, have you have you listened? There's a, there's a really great NPR. Um, uh, interview they did with her uh whereas they've been they they basically like known each other not as long as ludwig gore uh, ludwig gorson uh but like super long uh so it's kind of more like i guess the appreciation that she's ha- had at this point mm-hmm. um and my apologies to the listeners i have a little bit of impatience with artists sometimes and <laughs> their self-aggrandizement so i mean you're gonna hear that a little so- bit okay be careful, uh, everyone listening. So basically, if you want to thank anyone, uh, anyone at all, Ryan will scrutinize you. What he wants is for you to pull a Alfred Hitchcock and say thank you and leave. That would be great for every single award. No, I just want ah. you to say something interesting. We'll get to a speech I really loved later. Okay. So. I mean, the, fa- the best of the night. Oh, yeah. Anyway, uh, what do we think about Black Panther's two wins and the favorite? A period drama getting nothing for costumes or production design. It was good. Marvel finally got some Oscars. They have more than two now. I think one of them was well deserved. I think the other one was in competition. I don't know. You know what? I think I'm, I'm salty for these awards because I miss so many that it's there are some obvious that last year or last couple of years, I will say, like, if you win costume design, you're probably going to win production design. And for some reason, I went 
what the favorite for production say, which I thought I think the production was great. Yeah. yeah, and because it was better than Black Panther because Black Panther CGI didn't help. No, but I love the design of Black Panther. The, the, the design they gave, the production. I mean, they created I, a whole new world. That's yeah. That's why I was like, that's, okay, I I see why people shows. Yeah, um, and I mean, like it's one of those ones like you can argue that this like CGI and stuff, like the backdrops and stuff, like. That could can come under production design slightly as well, maybe. Oh yeah, it counts, but like still is I think production design works with the VFX yeah, just to and yeah, compose uh, everything uh, in a single shot, but like it's still like I thought the paper had better. I, I, de- I definitely see a point. I mean I I, I think I also went favorite for production design as well, but um like I'm not surprised that Black Panther did take it out of in the end, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cinematography, and every, and Ryan breathed a sigh of relief. It was not Cold War. Um, Roma, Alfonso Cuarón. Yeah, so it was it was deserved. It was good. You know, we're gonna get into Corona, I'm sure, a few times today. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's good to good to see him beat all of the actual cinematographers. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's uh, that is a. F- True statement. Um, yeah, and so moving right along to, um, I also noticed how he 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 kept it, kept his win very his, his speech very short because I think he knew I'm gonna be able to do this later. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have a few bites of this apple. <laughs> so I'll do a little bit here, then I'll finish up later. Um, so I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I I yeah, I, I, I got cool. I got that. Um. Now we get to sound editing. Because mm. the best sound edited movie of the year, Bohemian Rhapsody, right, guys? Yay. No. Clearly. Okay. So, you know what? Okay. We're going to go also sound mixing. Bohemian Rhapsody also won yeah. this. Congrats to Bohemian Rhapsody for being the well, most overrated film of the year. Yeah. We were pretty sure it was going to win sound mixing. Yes. It was just I had a, it. You know, it was just a matter of if it was going to do both or not. Yeah. And I don't like, uh, you know, I, 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 don't don't, I still don't get it. But song editing? these people are supposed to know something about movies. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah I, I mean, um, um, but yeah, um, Caleb Coho said it best like, this just proves that not a lot of people actually know the difference between sound mixing and editing. Is like, let's vote for both. And I love it. Both- that's, that's probably accurate. No, I think I agree. I think they were like, oh, the sound in this was great. Ooh, the sound was really good. Wait, what? They're <laughs> like, <"What's- laughs> no, I, I something. Do you think there's something a little bit, um, what's the phrase, deceitful? in calling the academy the academy because it's like it's really just a group of people who has had success at these awards and or works in the industry that they've invited to join their club but it's not like a it's not like a body that actively like looks at all these things and then spits out what it decides is the best movie of the year it's like it's a vote and competition it that 
No, I, I, I agree. I'm also trying to think, digest that into a way, like, because I, I, I do agree with that statement. But at the same time, it's it's just kind of like been this entity for so long. Yeah. That it's kind of been here. It's like, is the way it works, but. Well, there are flaws. And you can, you I mean, literally, you can look at these awards and kind of be like, what are you guys doing? Because some of these are really cool awards. And some of these are like, did we watch the same movie? Did you guys watch the movie? <laughs> deep questions i know because you have a lot of look i'm gonna give them props a lot of great minority representation i mean literally um be it uh female representation or uh person of color a lot of winners in that regard and then yeah. you'll get down to the best picture winner which is it's very strange um but yeah um because I, I, I think the um I think it was sound like this. It was the sound category, anyway, or was it formatting? But anyway, like, because there was a good trend sort of leading up in which, like, the people who were winning was a lot of minorities and diverse, as opposed to the white white people actually winning. I think form editing was the f first one that came out that was awarded that was actually legitimately just white people. So, uh, I think that might have been. Who's John War? Okay, for sound editing, John Warhurst might have been for Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, no, but that that that, that might have been the one. Just, I don't know. <laughs> John John Ottoman. We'll get we'll get to that guy later. Um, a foreign language film. Cold War. No, just kidding. It was Roma. Um, good. This this was good. This was pleasing. This this pleased me. Um, surprising no one. No. no, and look, Quran got to go up again. <laughs> Last spoiler alert: best film editing. Does mm. anyone else like to talk? Uh, take we, this. We totally ignore that category, or Manish will go into a rant. You guys have anything to add? And before um, you get mad, before I just kind of roll my eyes at the stupidity of this. I would like give an you, award to somebody to cut or they, like they, the rhythm of music that was written 40 years ago. They gave an award to Live Aid, guys. They literally just gave an award to Live yeah. Aid. Yeah. I mean, whoever I was mean, the producer like, that they should get that Oscar. Kidding. No kidding. No kidding. I, I mean, like, I wasn't overly surprised considering it won the um, Ace Eddie. Yeah. But in saying that, I still. Still not happy for winning like that, or Vice shouldn't ever ever even be nominated nope. in editing. Yeah. But the There's thing a... with Vice, oh sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, the thing with Vice, I even I I don't I don't like the editing that much honestly yeah. too, but I think it's something different. Like it felt different. Like they took chances with some of the cards they did. It's just the like the picture I didn't think it were as well. But like I understand that nomination part, but for Bohemian Rhapsody, it's just weird because. That that cutscene where they're tagging in the whatever it was a hotel I don't know where it was, it's just so obvious. Like that movie has no sense of editing, and it's only yeah. because the music, because of, because of the music being there, it's easier for an editor to cut to music than an editor actually working as an editor. I don't know. Do, do you know how that. you want to see a good a movie cut well to music? The editing that's like perfectly timed and it's so subtle that you don't realize until you go back and watch it. Baby Driver. Baby Driver's editing when it comes to a musical score is top notch. That's how and, you do it. 
And, and yet apparently it, it, it wasn't good enough to win best editing that year. Well, Dunkirk won. So I'm not, not going yeah. to get Dunkirk was so much better. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. Hey, Dun- Baby Driver, though, was still fantastic. That's- it was. They're toast. They're it toast. They're toast. But look, Dunkirk is amazing. I think Ryan's a little biased, but we'll move on because Manning's Manning's tired of talking about this. You know what this means, guys? We can finally stop talking about Bohemian Rhapsody. Woo! After, today. After today, we're done. We're done. No more. And I don't. What if they announce tomorrow Bohemian Rhapsody it. two? <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody two back in the rap. Freddie dies. <laughs> Freddie dies at the end. Bohemian Rhapsody two. Freddie's dead. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So, although I'm be honest, this wasn't the best lineup for film editing in general. When you have some of the best fil- edited films, not even up there. So, you dropped the ball. What was, what was Sorry's Born? The favorite. The favorite Sorry's was, Born was there. there, but the favorite was there. So that favorite should have won that. Or yep. Black Panther, when I thought it would. Favorite definitely should have won. I will co-sign that. But you don't have First Man there. You don't have Stars Born there. You don't have Beale Street. You don't have Roma in there. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing? What are you doing? Supporting actor. Was this awkward for anyone else? Why? Okay, no, no because... It was fine. No, awkward in the sense of Mahershala Ali did not look like he wanted to be there. I disagree. I think that he... The only time he looks awkward, we'll get to. I thought that Fair. he looked fine in this moment, and he was positive about winning this Oscar. He gave a positive yeah. speech. This was the most engaged we've seen him this year. Ah, uh, gold, the Golden Globe. I he think also he- thanked his grandma again, which he dedicated his first Oscar to. So I'm like, are you going to dedicate every Oscar to the same person? Because <laughs> this mean- is like, come on. <laughs> This is already his second Oscar in the span of two years. That's Great. impressive. These guys are not a role. I don't know no. who's going to stop him. Literally, what's next? Alita yeah. Battle supporting actor. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, uh, Honestly, yeah. it's, parts of his performance are pretty good. But yeah. I mean, I wasn't too surprised about this win. Uh, I mean, um, as for him looking like he didn't want to be there, um, it could just be a fact he wasn't expecting to win. Um, oh, because like, hey, hey, he might have thought that maybe like all the stuff that was coming out about Green Book and that might have hurt his chances. Like, is like, oh, yeah, I've won. Um, he can't like, expect to win at that I mean, point. Yeah, I, thought, I actually thought like I saw Richard Grant reaction. Like, I think he said, "Of course, like, of course, he was going to win because when like when once he announced him as the winner." I saw Richard Grant said something like, "Of course, I don't remember what yeah. what I read from his leak." But like, hey, well, yeah, I'm gonna be honest. Richard E. Grant basically won the award season because the guy yes. looked like he was having so much fun. He was having a good yeah. time, and now he he's been nominated for the another. <laughs> he wins. We'll pro- we'll probably get to into um, having so much fun later on when we talk about another category. <laughs> There's also a, a really uh, cool gif uh, of uh, Adam Driver when his name was called for Black Klansman, him just kind of like smiling. Uh, and I don't, you, don't, you don't see him smiling that often. And I'm just kind of <laughs> like, oh, he looks really yeah. happy. Um, he had a good Oscar clip. He did. He did. a See, that was a good Oscar clip, guys. Good on you. <laughs> I wanted the one where, well, 
when they're using the what's the name the light detector i wanted that clip <laughs> that's the best clip of a movie i mean got a lot of bleep in there <laughs> yeah that was the best clip of a movie i wanted that one um uh animated feature spider-man into the spider-verse uh, yeah sure. yeah of course no question Except Austin. Ryan, that loves Incredibles. Ah, uh, uh, he, yeah. he loves. Look, Incredibles two is better, but that doesn't mean that this was an undeserving winner. Yeah, it was really cool because it's very like, when are we gonna get this again? Type of thing. Um, yeah, it's animated superhero movie. Um, but yeah, no. Also, a really good speech. Uh, speech is, I guess, because. <laughs> and uh. <laughs> Look at Chris, Phil, Chris uh, Miller, and uh, Phil Lord up there um, winning an Oscar after being kicked off solo. Ironic. I wanted a reference to that, or for the Lego Movie was getting. Didn't uh, get but nominated. to be honest, like as I think about their sensibilities, I do still kind of wonder how what that solo was like. Oh my goodness, I do every day, every day. I, I kind of also don't think it would be better. I don't think it would be better no, than what we got. I, I think we got the right version of that movie. We got we got a version. If we were gonna get a version, we we got it. Um, man, that movie was a disappointment. <sighs> Sorry. Star Wars talk for another day. <laughs> another day. Still has one of my least favorite moments in all of Star Wars, which people probably know what that is. Um, Where he's named Solo. Yep. Moving on. <laughs> Matt, also, Matt also hates that. Just start with him. Yep. Animated short. Wow. Yeah, not late afternoon, but that's cool. That's another good, another great animated short. Really, all great shorts. Um, so. Okay, they. I guess they're all the animated ones were fine. We'll, yeah, we'll I mean, they're all they were they're all like solid. I'm not I'm not gonna be like, oh, they're all like terrible. But like, one small step was cute. Weekends was very beautifully animated. Animal behavior was really funny. Late afternoon was very sweet, and then. Yeah, Bow was Pixar. Yeah, Bow was Pixar. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> but Pixar is good though, so that's why I'm saying it's Pixar. It's it's good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like nine times out of ten, maybe okay, eight times out of ten, they're really good for shorts. Sure. Uh, documentary short subject. Period. End of sentence. I was two for three for the shorts, guys. I thought I was gonna go three for three. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it looks like Harvey Weinstein's fixer still's got her magic. Adding shows that because that's the reason the woman gave of day winning. I did not believe the menstruation film can get an Oscar. <laughs> yes, that was that's, that's, really, that's the only reason Aiden shows it. I say that was it's kind of weird. It just never saw it coming. I would have shows it like I mean it would have been weirder if um my dead dad's porno tapes was nominated in that would have won. <laughs> they didn't no. mention porn in the film in the film. <laughs> Never, but like that's nope. little. But like, I mean, I don't know. I switched this one at the last minute because I finally watched the doc shorts, which were actually like, they were the doc shorts were pretty interesting. But I switched this black sheep because black sheep was like really good and really kind of an interesting like filmmaking technique. But of course not. <laughs> what do this like deserving topic? But like, I don't know. I don't in comparison know. to Black Sheep. Yeah, just in not. comparison to Black Sheep, it was just not. Like, well, I don't know. That's that's the message of this of this entire Oscar is like you can see the film like oh well I mean yeah but 
there's another film that was so like more deserving. That's the Although best. I have to say, Oscar. like the, the the doc short that I was, has got me that I've been thinking about since I watched it over the weekend was has been Night at the Garden. That's the one that I just can't get out of my head. Huh. It is. It's really it's interesting and uh, creepy and weird. Moving on to visual effects and. Wow. Um, First man, the yeah. Academy likes space. <laughs> Just, That's they what like, we've determined. They like no, space. I'm about to say, they don't like First Man, they like space. That's the big thing. Because yeah. <laughs> That was the, the theory that we had when we were going through this in our predictions episode. And Which is... Yeah, so good on First Man. I'm glad First Man did not go home empty-handed. I'm just kind of sad that that's all I got. Yeah, but I should release him to Ryan. Yeah, about to say that's for if 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 there's a if there is a if there is a prestige film about space <laughs> and visual effects, <laughs> you go for that movie. You, you go for that it. one, and you don't pick the biggest budget one because other than X Machina is gonna win. No. You do not pick the biggest budget. Like I read, I read one of those honest ballots, and one of them said, "Like I will never pull with something named Avengers on the title." Yeah, anything I, like that. I, I cannot believe like some voters are so ignorant. But they voted for Black Panther. I, like, you know. Yeah, it's just weird. for like sure, because it's so. I different. don't understand it. Well, see, which is ironic, because the Visual Effects Society was like, "We're not even going to nominate it," but the BAFTA was like, "Let's give it the award." Shows you what happens when you open it up to everybody. Also, looking back, yeah, Blade Runner 2049 was the last winner of visual effects. Then The Jungle Book, which is the one outlier. Then Ex Machina, Interstellar, Gravity, Life of Pi, uh, Hugo, and Inception. Well, Inception's, I guess, is the biggest, like, non-indie movie on here. I mean, Interstellar. Was the most expensive at all. <laughs> Excuse me, like, I guess the more critically acclaimed uh, film in comparison to the big blockbuster. Yeah. I think gravity is the most expensive photo roll. Somehow, though, there has not been none of those Planet of the Apes movies. Or the crime. crime. Three times yeah. nominated, three times loose. Thanks, Dunker. You're amazing. For thanks. Dunker did not beat it. <laughs> oh, what a bit. It wasn't even nominated. Oh, wasn't even nominated? No. No. Damn. 2049 won. Yeah. Oh well, Blade Runner. For, oh, which is that deserving. Fucking yeah. Blade Runner. Sorry. That's amazing. I, I, mean, wait, I, I, I was thinking about a movie today. You know, Interstellar won against Dawn, which okay, oh. I, can, I can give it that. No. Um, Interstellar had gorgeous. I like Inter Interstellar was beautiful, but no. I mean, well, I'm not saying I would, but I'm like, I'm not like opposed. Like, okay, I can see it, but it's not like but, I would give it Dawn. But the Rise one is the worst. No, Hugo won. Yeah. What? That, that makes no sense. Like, that one is the worst. <laughs> Easily the worst. Like, Hugo did not deserve... Like, how many did Hugo win? It won, like, what? Uh, Four, I think. 11 five. Academy Award nominations and won five. five. What? Production what? design, costume design, visual effects, score, and I think, and cinematography. And at the Oscars last night. Or last night. Three days last ago. Night. Yes, last night. Wink, wink. Um, all right. Live action short film. A, mo a, a short film that I will never see after I saw that clip. Holy cow. Uh, skin. Yeah, this was weird. I, it was a weird choice. Like, I don't, like, 
I don't know. I mean, the shorts were all around very depressing and kind of horrifying. And apparently the one I like the most is like super controversial, which is like great. (laughs) Good job, Ryan. (laughs) Good job, me picking the one that everybody hates for like reasons that have nothing to do with the movie. Um, Although for those unaware, what is skin about? Cause I, the, cause the the, the clips they showed kind of just turned me off on it completely. Okay. Can I, I'll sort of explain what happens. Cause that's the best way of explaining what it's about. Go ahead. Um, so you got this little kid who's with his like white supremacist parents at of the course. shopping center. And he's looking at this black guy who's like showing him this toy and playing and the kid is happy. And the dad sees the black guy and he's like, you're fucking with my kid. And they go beat the black guy up. And then then the black guys proceed to beat the white guy, pick him up, take him, and then tattoo him so that his entire skin is black. And then he goes home, and then his kid shoots and kills him. That's dark. What? Uh, <laughs> that is what happens in the movie Skin. <laughs> what? That sounds like... What? That's a horror movie over there. Yeah, there's zero nuance to that film, (laughs) however. That is factually what happened in that movie. Ugh. That's weird. Like, okay. Like, okay. Can we move on? I don't want to think about the need longer than I You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right, Malcolm. Original screenplay. Green Book, guys. The best screenplay of of the year. Quite a surprise. I mean, this, yeah, considering, <laughs> yeah, considering this. I, 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 I mean, this just goes to show that they they're really trying to show that controversy. Does they're trying to show nope. that we don't care about controversy? Nope. We like we didn't um not nominate James Franco because of the controversy. I don't we care. They they pulled a they pulled a an Eminem. Exactly. Exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. They pulled an Eminem and they're like, "We need a little controversy." No, we don't. They just gave it to. It. They. I don't think they. I don't think they cared. Because this proves like, because WGA WGA didn't go with Green Book. They went with Eighth Grade, which wasn't even here. And now somehow this is the second screenplay award that Green Book has won. First one being the Golden Globes, which you I'll say what you about the Golden Globes. They're not the biggest indicator. This was like they didn't go with the favorite. Which is the superior screenplay? Um, and with Green Book, yeah, that is just crazy. Because yeah, if talk, like I don't think Green Book screenplay is bad, but it's not bold. It's, just, at it's any at any way like it's not bold. It's fine. I don't know. It's entirely fine. Just like the movie itself, it's fine. Exactly, exactly. It's just kind of like it's uninspired and very like okay. I mean, the string of that movie comes from the performance. Like, remember back when it was between like the year of American Hustle and Her for for screenplay that year, original screenplay, and it's like they could have gone, they did, and they did, they went with Her, the one that was more interesting, kind of different, Mm -hmm. uh, nuanced. Her and Her, Spike Jones's Her, and then American Hustle, David Russell's. They were that year, two thousand. Oh, two. Oh. Okay, 2013. I missed it. It went over my head. Um, and it was something that was more interesting. Like, they were the favorite. This one felt more like, oh, I mean, okay. It's not a bad screenplay. It's just more 
Yeah. The thing with the favorite, I think we all were predicting that there because we didn't see where they would give something big to a favorite with 10 nominations. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm -hmm. they so were... we saw what came later. Oh, what we, we, we kind of understood it, but like that, that's why I chose the favorite there because I thought like 10 nominations, no wins for a movie so low. Yeah. Adapted screenplay though. Spike Lee for Black Klansman and with Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Man, that was that was a. Uh, I feel like you know, fun. I know that the things are kept secret and the accounting firm doesn't. Oh, them I in see. Advance. I see. But they, there were two instances where they put up like a good friend of the person that's winning an Oscar to okay. give out. And one of them, one of them makes sense. It's like yes. one last year. We get it. That's what I'm saying. But I still kind of think that even if he hadn't won last year, that he they were going to put him so. there. It's like the year George Luca as uh, Coppola and Spielberg uh, presented for Scorsese, right? Yeah. See, okay, yeah. See, I would, I yeah. If if Quran, we'll get to that later. But if Del Toro hadn't won. And I know we get we get moments like when Harrison Ford had to give the Oscar to Shakespeare in Love. Like we get moments where they've planned for something, yeah, and then I, it didn't work. What I think, <laughs> is that, I, I think they, they didn't know, like they didn't know, like okay, this is this is what's in the envelopes. They're like, okay, we we know it's Black Klansman, so this they're like is likely gonna happen. So, so that's why they they, they threw they threw him and Brie together because they have a movie coming out soon, Captain Marvel. It's Disney. ABC uh, Disney owns ABC. That's what I feel like is more was might have been the more narrative. And they're like, you know what's really cool? Black Klansman. He and who did Black Klansman? Spike Lee. And who's friends with Spike Lee? Samuel L. Jackson. They're like, boom! Look how look at us. Yeah, that's I mean, an annoying speech. I, I mean, like, I, I really uh, uh, this is my favorite winning reaction that. To see yeah, like yeah, Spike Lee just running down and jumping into Samuel Jackson's yeah. arms. <laughs> like, yeah, that that was not my favorite uh, Spike Lee reaction of the night. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. that was. I mean, it was a nice reaction. I'm glad Spike Lee finally has an Oscar. He's done enough work. I well, a, a competitive Oscar because he received an honorary one already. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm glad he has a competitive Oscar because again he's done enough good work to deserve it. Um, I thought his speech was a little bit like, okay, buddy, like can we get back to the movies here and worry? I about mean, considering politi political, political, you have to look at the political. Black Klansman's a very political film. Yeah, it's like no, and I don't. I'm not arguing that point, but he he had this thing written on like two pieces of paper, which I think he only looked at one of them. So I don't really know what the second piece of paper was for. I'll never know. But like, he's up there with his like three writing partners and like, they don't get to talk. And, and then he proceeds to just go on this diatribe. That's less about, about anything that has to do with anything. And he's got this like reference to doing the right thing, which fine. He thinks he's very clever. But like I don't know. I was I was very off put, and he, I wanted to be happy for him. I I think that was he he was the one that took it way too far. Like I don't remember any other speech like took it that political. It was he was the only one that. And he didn't even like. Some, yeah, yeah, he was the only person that went like quote unquote like political. Literally, yeah. I was I was waiting for like 
There's uh, political jokes, but there wasn't like anyone in the speech that went overtly political. Yeah. Not that political, but they did. But nothing to where the point where I was like, I, I, it took me out of the speech and I noticed like, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's 2020 is a little far away. Let's, let's take it. Let's take it here and now, Mr. Mr. Lee. We have a whole uh, other Oscars before that. <laughs> a whole other Oscar before all that. You're all right. He's winning uh, one in 2021. Calling it right now. Who's winning 2021? Spike Lee for directing. Spike. For directing? With Chadwick Boseman. I don't know what it's about. Oh. It's okay. about Vietnam, I think. Because he's like an now, Oscar bait. Now that he's in the club, quote unquote, yeah, maybe. Exactly. Exact. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed his, his reaction with Samuel L. Jackson. That was like just so much fun. That, that entire was thing was fun. Um, mm. Anyway, original score Black Panther, Ludwig Gorson, undeserving, but you know. That's, hey, that drum beat is dope. It's just a drum beat. I agree uh, but it's awesome. And it's an yeah. awesome drum beat. And when it comes uh, up in Infinity War, you're just like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but it's like, it, it, okay, Black Panther, I will always say, it lacks the emotional pull that if Bill Street could talk, have when you hear that music. Sure. It does not, or First Man for that matter, which should have been nominated and won. But. Here we but are. like it's it's really cool and it's kind of like that uh, like that that line in the Wonder Woman theme with the cello, and it's just like they're just two awesome themes that get you really pumped up for whatever you're doing. And I think it, while I can see the benefits of the other scores, and I think Beale Street is better, but it was cool to see Black Panther get this award. Question: Would you have given it to Wonder Woman that year? Uh, no, because the score was better in BBS than it was in Wonder Woman. That's where it came from. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, right. Batman B Superman should okay, have been which, which you have given it to BBS that year. Give uh, suit, uh, two Oscars. 2016, I'm trying to think. No, La La Land came out that year. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> That's maybe the best score in a decade. <laughs> so. It's true. This so is very no. true. <laughs> Look at but, look at Justin Hurwitz doing two of the best scores of the decade this past. The the two only scores he's done. Or exactly. Three? He did Whiplash. Oh, three. No, he's done three. Yeah, he did Whiplash, which I don't. He's only done Jamie and Chazelle movies. <laughs> so I mean, they were roommates in college. So what are you gonna do? Um, it's kind of like this. Uh, it's not nepotism. Uh, what's it called? Like when you just you and your friend. Have, I guess it's just friendship. <laughs> friendship. <laughs> yeah, friendship. <laughs> Uh, you help each other. That's one right. of the definitions of friendship, Manny. You're right. You're right. You know what? They've helped each other all this long, and now they're both Academy Award-winning individuals. Um, original song. Tell me something, girl. Let's Shout let's, re let's review the performances here. Yes, I was just about to. Ah! So all, right. all the stars absent because Ooh. they're bums. Yep. Um, Jennifer Hudson squealing. I was this this very this is the most disappointing performance of the night because I was like, oh, come on, you're Jennifer Hudson. No, uh, well, actually, maybe. Um, the place where the lost things go, Bette Midler Oof. can't sing anymore. Oof. Um, that was rough. When was a cowboy traces spurs her wings, <laughs> it was whatever. <laughs> it was oh, not meant as a duet. <laughs> it was really kind of. Odd. Yeah, very, very, very odd nomination. But you know what? Good for them. Um, 
was... And then there was the best performance of the night. Amen. 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 With Lady Gaga proving why she's a generational talent. And so Bradley Cooper was... happy to be there. It was just so much better than everybody else. And oh my goodness, yes. It really did feel like they were going to make out. And, <laughs> you know, like... You're not wrong. That's they looked where... at each other for a second, and it's like they were... Like, they thought about it. <laughs> they were like, no. She I thought not. about it. Both of them did. I mean, like... no, if you play it back, she looked like she was about to go in for a kiss. There was a moment yeah. where she looked like she was about to go in for a oh, kiss. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, definitely. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who's what's the name of Bradley Cooper's girlfriend? Area Shack. Yeah, whenever they finish the relationship and she comes goes back and says, Oh, that's where my relationship ended. I mean, she's kind of a supermodel. I mean, so, I, I don't know. She, yeah, she was uh Cristiano Ronaldo or something like that. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean so she, no. she likes it's it's I never ever want to encourage home wrecking. <laughs> never want to encourage it. They're not married. It's not Congress. I mean, but they have a kid. That's the biggest thing. They got a kid. That's like, you know, I don't want to. My parents have me. They fuck off. Fine. I know, but like, he's one year old. Come on. I mean, don't. Come on. I mean, if if it happens, it happens. But, you know, I'm not like. That kid was an accident. I don't care. Oh, okay. I I thought the performance was great. Like, it's, it's just fun. I'm just okay. cheaping that relationship, and I'll cheap it until the end of that. Okay, you do it. No, you do that. I mean, like, yeah, no, they're a cute couple. I mean, regardless, even yeah. if they're, it's not romantic, them together is, is a really great combination. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the way they filmed it, I was, they put time and effort into that. Yeah, <laughs> that one was like, this, I think that moment was where the ratings peaked, right? I think I read something like that. Like, yeah, I think it was, because everybody wanted to see that. Hey, but speaking of ratings, guys, they had an 11% increase in ratings. Look at them go. I know, right? Um, so that was thoroughly impressive. Um, but yeah, best performance of the night by far. Nothing comes close. Uh, all the stars. Um, but that, it would be that was a great performance. I'm about to say, yeah. we'll never know how that, how that went. Ever because Kendrick Lamar and SZ Saza SZA, I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't know how to pronounce it. That's right. And he's getting a charge, he's getting a charge right now. So he is MIA at the moment. Um, yeah, no favorite part of Shallow though. Uh, I've heard that song so many times, but hearing it live. At the Oscars and the way they did it, I felt like I was watching it with new ear, new eyes, and new ears. It, did did anyone else feel that way, or is that just me? I think it was you. Oh, just See, me. Was the video of them in the in Las Vegas? Yeah, but that was like not, not the same quality. It was so far away. It was like film. Yeah, only. it was like. Uh, this oh, one, I, like I, I was, I was it, listening to the song again for the first time. Is what it felt like. I think it proves why it won best original song. Yeah, Absolutely. It was the yeah, best song of the year. It was just yeah, the best. It was clear from the moment it came out. Agreed. The, real, the moment they realized we're pushing this one, you got it. That's it. Um, lock of the week. Lock of the week. All right. Lead actor. Surprising no one. Rami Malik. Bohemian Rhapsody. But pissing me off. <laughs> yeah. Clip. 
That oh that Shitty clip. Let me reflect it. What? They wanted to show his reaction to uh to to him riding Bohemian Rhapsody apparently seemingly out of nowhere. So because that's totally how that went, I'm sure. They also picked a really bad Bradley Cooper clip. Like, why did you not pick him at the at the well, I don't want to spoil anything. I, I think they, they I, don't I think we can spoil a star is born. Yeah, right. Point. Him at the him at him, him at the uh, um um oh, rehab center. Thank you, rehab center. That yeah, that Maybe. was a great scene. Yeah, that one or where they, they, they picked a really good scene for um Christian Bale. I thought that was good. Yes, agreed. That um, was a good one. Defoe was good. De, yeah, Defoe's is, is good. Yeah. yeah. But that's kind of what that whole movie is. So that's. Amigos? I don't even remember. I don't remember it Tells you enough about it. Yep. Yeah, Rami Malik had a, had a good speech. Um, uh, after hearing his speech so many times, I felt like it was something different. So, so how did you guys feel about the the presentation by the best actress, best supporting actor? Oh, oh I don't like I, that. I don't. No, no. <laughs> I was go like, back. go back to individuals presenting these, not this like weird pair. It's like the year where they had like five. Like at least the other pair made sense. <laughs> this yeah. pair was just like, and the joke went totally over my dad's head with respect to, uh, with the Winston Churchill drinking joke, and oh. yeah. <laughs> he's like, she doesn't like Winston Churchill. I'm like, no, it's a joke because her character and Itania smoked and drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not, not, I mean, yeah, not, yeah, I don't know why. The only reason they did that because of the backlash. They were not going to have him in the first place. Yeah. Which, Which is, is like <laughs> a dumb, a dumb change that they need to rectify. Uh, next back. Yeah. Cool. They shouldn't like, have, they shouldn't have changed this policy for Casey Affleck, but they were chicken shit and they went ahead and did this. Yeah. And now they've screwed themselves and they need to try and unscrew themselves somehow. Well, well, <laughs> That's an image. Um, all right. Lead actress. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I've, I've never felt more conflicted in a win before. Oh, like, I was so happy. It, we oh, got a good oh, lead actress. Win. Oh, well, um, as someone who loves the wife, I will. I, I, um, I, I think we get that. Like, it's probably one of the only Oscars. Well, no, probably only. Like, that we get the actual best female performance of the year winning. I... I think Olivia Coleman was just amazing in the favorite. I think it, the being upset is more of like we had the race like pretty much luck in January, mm-hmm. and you come with me with that. I think that's where really my awesome. house. <laughs> yeah, destroy my ballot. Like just kill it. <laughs> it's already yeah. dead. Do you want to kill it more? But like I, I thought like it was well deserved. I thought Olivia's. Uh, speech was oh. just funny and everybody speech was surprised to see the their night. reaction oh, yeah. of the night she was she just was like so genuine yeah yeah genuine excited on like on subject like just so happy that she won and like emotive it was it was a beautiful speech it you was know, she apologized to the clip which was adorable <laughs> remains oscarless 
Which um, make, that makes me sad is that she is now the 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 most actress. I think most actors last actress like to have like alive to not have a win, which yeah. makes me sad. Uh, but you know she, what? She's still alive. She can still work. She can maybe pull. Uh-huh. Out which I hope. She, she has no movies coming but, out next next year. So. Does she? But like the wife no, was an eh movie, so it, yeah, I'm glad that well, you know I I'm highly, glad that a person who portrayed a stroke convincing movie. I think like, I think if what's the name of fair. the actor in the wife? The actor in the wife? Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Price. Oh, I think if Jonathan Price was nominated like a two hundred or something like that, a supporting or lead actor, then would have had a bigger chance to win. Yeah. Yeah, but he did not. So I'm happy for for Fantastic. The wife is criminally under as criminally okay. I don't know what you see. You guys probably undersold it to me so much that when I saw it, I'm like, they're great. What are you talking about? Like, I love their performances so much. Movie itself was fine, but man. The, the fact that they pushed the movie a year because they thought Glenn had a better chance to win next well, year. They were probably right until the last stretch. Yeah, that's probably true, though. Because <laughs> last year, who was last? Wait, who? Who won last year? Was like, we just saw it. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, but she didn't, Francis didn't really coast. I mean, uh, did she? It was Francis McDormand. She but, won everything, but yeah. Which doesn't make sense because her performance wasn't the best of the year. But you know what? Well, I mean, uh, it's a pretty dope performance, though. I mean, yeah, I'm just like, okay, I'm just, it's not something. Just that the movie doesn't, I, I love the movie, but that movie just doesn't make sense at the end. <laughs> Let's yeah. go find the racist. <laughs> Let's go. I a sequel to that, like three people, four people outside. I don't know. Outside another city home. in town. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, director. Alfonso Cuaron. Now, I know Del Toro was there, but but he yeah, won last year. Yeah. So it made a really great natural moment to me, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I like that he... But the thing with Guillermo is amazing, and we all it's know great. this. And it was great that he was just like, oh, and I didn't speak. <laughs> I didn't speak. <laughs> on this. No, he's a no, he's a treasure. He is a film and treasure. He, and then he opens it and he doesn't like leave it open. He flips it open briefly and then closes it. And he's like, "And this name I can pronounce." <laughs> I was gonna say so. And what does that mean? <laughs> I think it was Kurt like, Jorgos was the one nominated. <laughs> it was like, what? I think, that, I think that eliminated Pavel Pavlikowski. <laughs> and Jorgos. Jorgos Lanthimos. Lanthimos. I mean. After his name has been shown up everywhere, uh, I'm not surprised. But yeah, no, that was a f- great win. I love that he has two Oscars. No, he has, wait. Five. Five Oscars now. <laughs> Go for <laughs> Three last night. <laughs> I know. Like, geez, I want more. Just give me more. That you and do. I'm for children of men. <sighs> What's the crime? For the crime. Some, for some reason. <laughs> Which is his that best. No one, yeah, no one can me. figure out. Children Man is still his best film. Don't at me. Um, best picture. Oh, he also called out Chibo in his. Uh, oh yeah, that was cool. photography speech. I forgot to point that out earlier. Thought that was interesting. Oh, they, oh, I know they've done like stuff together for like forever, so it was like kind of like a nice aw, yeah, pros. Um, but yeah, best picture, guys. 
And it was not Roma. It was not Roma. It was Green Book. And guess what, guys? The world's still spinning. I was wondering if Netflix was going to release Roma on Blu-ray if it had won. Because I was like, like, how can I add it to my collection if it's... But Green Book, I mean, you know, it's it's fine. Like, it's... Yeah. It's whatever. It's not the worst best picture in the last 20 years. There's I mean, least, it's, there's at least two that are worse than it. It's on the and, bottom. But that is not I, that's not indicative of, of its overall quality. Yeah, well, no, but there's at least two that are worse than it. I know you disagree with me on one of them, but in any event. Yeah. <laughs> I well, the one, the one I chose is, is this weird like you either love it or you don't. It's this weird, you know. It's better than Crash though. Can we all just I, agree I, it's better than I Crash? agree. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Uh, see the problem is okay this is what it is for green book it is a i think dan merle from screen junkie said it best it's a good film it is a it is a really competently made film that has some how what did he say uh, something along the lines of he said it has flaws prob- flaws a, pro- prob- a problematic the way it deals with some themes problematic themes the way it presents some things is very cookie cutter some themes that have some more weight in today and age it felt like a movie from back in the day which see i don't even know that i necessarily agree with that take but but fine that was a better take than sort of everyone else was having on that show no yeah what what what, uh, what? i also watched that show and was a little disappointed at the fact that you couldn't make the reasonable opinion that green book is okay it's it is an a-okay film in the sense of like it's competently made but it's to me the what's disappointing to me about green book winning is because it's such a lackluster win and i was telling people in the take three chat that yeah you you saw oh there yeah yeah you you saw a um it's it's matthew kearns for those who know it's his favorite film of 2018 Mm -hmm. his favorite he didn't see too many films which you joke about, but there's a favorite from last year. What I had issue, what I took issue with was that it's such a, I don't want to say bland, but it's such a conventional film to win best picture that it, when there are, I'm going to quote, I'm going to steal, I'm going to take my own quote. So I, I, cause I said something really good. Um, so. Oh, my name looks for that. Can I give my thoughts on that? Do it. I just, the whole green book I'm not going to talk about. I enjoyed the film. I think it's fine. But I just don't understand how many of us, like, I don't know, you guys would have the best picture. You had Roma, right? right? I had Roma. Yeah, like, many of us didn't see that coming more accurately. Because it won't PGA. It won't go the Globe, which, sure, it's not a big indicator. But, like, we just, it just, if any other thing had won that, I think many of us would have put it as a front runner. And the fact that it, it was a controversy around thing, I think, with the yeah. Peter Farley thing that came out just before the nominations about the Nick Balonga, Balonga, I don't know how to pronounce that Nick made Bell. us, yeah, that made us doubt that film as a potential. Yeah. And we thought, like, with the new additions of members, like those kind of films, like Cookie Cutter and just basic films that we can call it, like, we're not winning anymore. But it looks like the new. The, the new generation of academy voters, or maybe the old generation is still stronger than the academy. 
which just makes it sad because I was reading, I was reading this article where someone was like hearing the conversations after the, the award show, like someone was upset, like they thought like it was time for something different. Like they were hoping Roma won or something like that, like something not less, at, I'm repeating Manning, I'm repeating myself, like cookie cutter, like some, they wanted to like make a change this year and it wasn't possible for some of the members. Now, this is what I said directly. Um, uh, see, I don't think it's a bad movie. I see it as a rather good flick, actually. It's just when you have so many groundbreaking films from this past year, Roma, Black Panther, coupled with movies that don't feel as by the numbers and have a unique artistic vision, A Star is Born, First Man, The Favorite, or are not problematic in how it presents its themes on race, Black Klansman, If Bill Street Could Talk. This is just the preferential ballot at work, is what I was saying. Um, this is just kind of not. I'm I'm glad it wasn't both both the Rhapsody or Vice. I'm gonna get out, get that out there. I'm glad it was not those because those are objectively not good movies. Mm-hmm. But just from what it could have been, it's a disappointment in that regard. Yeah, I mean, I can see that it was. You know, like Green Book is not high. It was my 41st film of the <laughs> year last year. It, I didn't think particularly high of it, but. I, I don't know. I don't, I think that the reactions to its win are a little bit dramatic. And I think I that it's like, I it's not a great movie. I don't think it's going, you know, it's pretty low on my best picture ranking of, you know, all the best pictures ever, but it's, it's fine. It was funny enough. It was just kind of like it, it pods along. It had good performances and it, it it does what it needs to do. I think that I think you're right about it being a preferential ballot. I'm sure I'm fairly positive Roma probably had the most first place votes. Mm-hmm. Um, had the take that for what you will. Um, but uh, but you know some people didn't respond to Roma for one reason okay. or another. And you know I it's I don't I don't not get that. Yeah. And Which so so yeah I just think it's a you know, well, don't forget also. Remember, remember when that the whole Moonlight La La Land debacle that yeah. first week was nightmare. You have to let's wait and see like how everything prevails. Once we get back two months later, we'll be like, so how do everyone feel about Green Book and that entire fiasco? Mm-hmm. Well, it's time will tell. Time will be the barometer for how this ages, yeah. and I don't think it's going to be in the same breath as crash, but it's going to be along the lower lines of like best pictures because just of what it beat. And it's going to be like, Oh really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Although I feel like, I mean, you know, uh, this year was a weird year for me because really weird. like personally, none of my top 10 were nominated for best picture, which mm-hmm. hasn't happened in a while. Like it's just, it's just odd. Yeah. Like it's very weird year. Usually there's one or two or three or however many. But but I don't know. So I I was a little. It was just kind of a weird year. And I think that one thing I do want to say is that I don't think there's like as like I know a lot of people are hyping up this big like we got all these younger members and all these old people vote for this other movie. Mm-hmm. I, I don't necessarily think that. I mean I don't know. Like I haven't looked at the statistics, but like I don't. It doesn't strike me necessarily that like these different groups of people have like that dramatically different tastes in film. 
like the nominees, like barring the insanity of this year, like they feel kind of, you know, along a similar line. Like what I get it. Yeah. What I was, what, what you're going to your point. I don't, yeah, I don't, their taste in film. I don't think differs that much, What I think differs is their worldview and their perspective on things. And that informs their, like not the quality of a film, but which films they gravitate gravitate toward more because green book one, because people liked it within the Academy. It was well liked. Um, and I think it got on enough, like two, three, it four. Was, to get there. Well liked, it was well liked since it was released in Toronto. Yeah. It wouldn't be. The I, backlash is film Twitter. <laughs> it's film yeah, Twitter. That's where, yeah. yeah, because like critics are a different world. Yeah. It's where, more evident now than, than ever. Same for Bo Rap. People love Bo Rap. Although. Except film Twitter. <laughs> except film Twitter. Although. No, and critics. I'm, and not critics, but yeah. I think that critics. popular audience is the one that loves Bohemian Rhapsody because everybody around me loves it. So if I, we had a popular. Go ahead, Ryan. I hate this this term, and I almost don't even want to say the next sentence I'm going to say. Uh oh. But is film Twitter toxic? Question mark. No, really. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I love I love film Twitter. I love hearing all these different voices. Uh, but it's the internet. It's basically the internet. There, it's it's no. It's it's seriously. It seriously is the internet. This place is like has the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. When we get start to quantify things via likes and dislikes, there's only two different opinions you can have, and that is either you're right or you're wrong. I like this or I don't like this. There is no such thing as a nuanced opinion on the internet anymore, and that's something that I don't like. And I think film Except this show, where we have nuanced opinions, and you know what? We can like something while not liking it at the same time. Huzzah. Green Book, guys. I like it, but I don't like it that much. It's like, I can sleep. You know what? I'm over it. I'm over it. When, I, when Green Book won, was I upset? Yes. Am I over it? Yes. Because, you know what? We got 2020. But before we get into that, we had a couple <laughs> questions that I picked out from people. We actually had some more questions than last time, so thank you guys for that. Um, one question from Michael K. said, Hey, K. Uh... When did Green Book rank on your list of most upsetting Best Picture winner? That's a that's a um, that's a statement right there. Not that high. I mean, most upsetting Best Picture winner. Like you know, you got to look at what things beat. Yeah, that's like, the thing. It's like like this isn't this isn't Shakespeare in Love. <laughs> this isn't I mean, bash. This is I mean, hey, Shakespeare in Love's not horrible. It's 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 fine. It's it's, okay. it's it, but it's what did it beat? Yes, you're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> and although will we look back on to, to this day and be like, huh, Green Book? Oh, but yeah, it beat that. Ah, oh, like that's that's what I'm thinking is going to turn into. It's it's going to turn into a Shakespeare in Love more so than a crash. That's what no. I think. It, well, what did driving me Daisy beat? Oh, it might turn to Driving Miss Daisy. That's what it is. That's what it's going to turn into. Driving Miss Daisy beat Do the Right Thing. Well, actually, I don't think it was. But nominated. that wasn't even nominated. But, like, but it nominated? did beat it still because it wasn't even there. It was the same here. Uh, what did Driving Miss Daisy beat? Let me check uh, it out. I mean, if but I'm going in, in any case, it's a. I don't think it's probably. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. Probably upper quarter 
but not like it's not it's not podium. It's not it's not a podium winner for me. For most not, disappointing yeah. or whatever. I mean, if I'm going back just for the ones I've seen and have had and had a visceral reaction to, um, hmm, I don't think I've like, I don't think I've disliked any of the best picture winners. Yeah, I don't think I've hated any of the best picture winners we've had recently. Okay, the uh, drama makes Stacy beat Dead Poets, Poet Society, Bill Dreams, oh. My Left and Warren on the Fourth of July. Oh, Dead okay. Poets totally deserves that. But... Interesting. It's a weird lineup, but let's 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 okay we'll move with that. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, I, it's it's not egregious, but it's more like again, why? Also, Brian Nussbaum, Nussbaum, Baum? Brian. I'm so sorry for just throwing your last name. Where is? I think it's Nussbaum. Nussbaum. Okay, I was right the first time. Why did Barbara Streisand not present a Star Is Born montage? I'm sure it means the best picture. Why? This is a question we all asked. I'm sure. Yes. Like, by Klansman. Oh. All of the all of the options were weird. It was just like all of those like celeb thing, like Serena Williams, just like randomly. I was born. I was born. I was like, what relationship to this movie do you have? I made a joke, like I'm gonna laugh if that happens. Guess what? I laughed. I think and the only one that had an actual relationship was Diego Luna. No, it was it guy or Diego? Well, yeah, it was Diego Luna and uh, Chef Andre. The yeah. Chef. Yeah, Jose they, were the closest, they were the closest to the film just because yeah. he's Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, I guess it was the one they actually hyped up, which was the uh, Bo Rat Boys. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, no, that yeah, one yeah. was the one that made sense. I, yeah, which <laughs> they had Diego John Luna with his Mexico pin. <laughs> they had John Lewis do Green Book, guys. Oh, that's they, they did. That was a uh, damage control. Damage control. <laughs> He spoke Guys, positively about it, though. Oh, no, he did. But that's why I was like, you know, they're trying to, like, save this. If Stop the backlash from film Twitter, guys. Um, um, I had also, two what more. was Rage Against the Machines Tom Morello <laughs> doing for Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, that was, this is weird. Yeah, don't do that again, Academy. Please don't do that again. It made no sense. Like, I was like... They introduced him. I was like, "What? What? Like, yeah, what audience are you trying to bring in? Like, I don't think they want to watch the Oscars." But oh well. Don't get me wrong. I like Rage, but like, I don't know. Um, it was weird. Um, do you think the preferential did Roma in? I uh, from Kenneth Lee. Uh, do you feel think the preferential did Roma in? I feel confident it would have won picture easily if they had just counted number one votes. I agree. Probably. I, it had the most passion, I think. Um, but like almost every thought from someone from the industry I hear from Roma or Red, like they were floored with the moves. Like they were moved, like the tweets, the interviews, the the ballots, and it's where yeah. like everyone. It, it was an FX thing. I think you, like, that was the main cause of like, it just Netflix said, nah, I don't want to support that. It's still from some people, so. And one more. Oh, uh, well. And Abe asks why. It's a good question, Abe. Very good. Very informative. Uh, no. Last, final last question. Um. Uh, which one do I pick? Um. There are a lot of good questions. 
Yeah. So from David Jim Jimenez, man, why am I so bad at this? Jimenez, Jimenez yes, was an obvious choice. Green Book was an obvious choice. The Academy would 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 the Academy ever give the Best Picture prize to a foreign film, uh, no matter where it's from? Um, I think they I, would. They would. We're just not there yet. Um, Roma came close. Came, the Life is Beautiful was the one that came, I think, the closest. Or was it Pan's Labyrinth? Was Pan's Pan was nominated for picture? Was it? No, I don't think it was. Okay, hey, Roma was the closest we ever gotten. Like literally. Yeah. It was close. It was Roma close. was Roma was also the one they spent the most money. So. That the campaign. Had, yeah. yeah, and had like a prestige director member of club. I don't think a. Like a foreign film of someone that's not like from the industry, like let's say Jogos goes back to Greek and does this great movie, and Netflix decides to push it in the United States. I think that could work, mm. even though Jogos is not a winner right now. Or some of the what's the name of the guy that did Strucker and Old Boy? I don't remember the name of that Oh, Andrew Hell. Yeah, I think he has a oh. chance because he's an excellent filmmaker. I thought mm. The Handmaiden. Was a great oh, movie. That movie was so good. Yeah, and it, it wasn't even nominated for best foreign language films. Yeah, it's hard for foreign language. It's I mean, they, they mess up the in that category a lot. They mess yeah. up the foreign language category a lot. Yeah, it's because of the audience. Because American audience usually don't like subtitles, and like from someone that's from a foreign country, I'm accustomed to the subtitles. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't read them because I can understand. But like, yeah, but we're accustomed to it. Like the market discusses them for it, and Americans are not. They hate titles. <laughs> no, I, I think they will one day, but it's uh, foreign films will always have that uphill battle um, to go through because they have they require extra reading. Ooh, scary. Um, I didn't know you could read. <laughs> <gasps> uh, what am I doing right now as I read this next question uh, from Kenneth Lee that segues right into our next segment? <coughs> What will win Best Picture next year? Guys, before we leave you guys for the next two months, we're going to give our super way too early Best Picture picks. Because why not? Mm -hmm. Submit them right now as the right answers. Not really, but, you know, we're going to try. Try our hardest. All right, so what I'm going to do is I we've, we've picked uh, five particular categories that, you know, instead of trying to go through all of them, because that's going to be ridiculous. Um, we picked Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actress, Best Actor, and Best Animated Feature. Because supporting, we can't exactly say who's supporting and who's not just yet. But leads are a lot more easier to, like, pinpoint. At least I think it is just from the descriptions. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off with my best... Uh, actually, you know what? Let's start backwards. Wait, do you want to start backwards or forwards, guys? Backwards. Backwards? All right. Uh, Ryan, any objections? I don't know what or what that means, so just oh, pick a category and then we'll talk. It's basically from animated feature all the way up to picture. Great. Or vice versa. Great. Cool. The feature, animated feature to picture it is then. All right. For animated feature, for, for the 2019-2020 Oscars, we have... Lock it in, guys. This is this is this is this is this is the the picks. How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, Toy Story Four, Frozen Two, The Missing Link, and The Adams Family. 
I agree with that. I forgot the Adams Family, but just because I don't know what else to put, I put a Japanese animated film. <laughs> it's probably going to happen. Or a friend. Oh, right. Apparently, there's a sequel to Sean the Sheep coming out called Farmageddon. Oh, yeah. so I'm going to go with that. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Missing me yeah. from Laika, Frozen. I don't think DreamWorks has anything else. I don't think Amusement Park from Paramount or the one well, where Wolfman becomes a pigeon. That's good. Uh, I th- what else? There's something. The, there's an, the Angry Birds movie sequel. I don't think. I well, but, I mean, but, uh, Sonic Pictures just did the best the best animated feature. Can they hit again? I don't think so. There's no. Nope. Irregular studio, so. But are we pretty sure? Are we all relatively sure that we could lock in three of these today? We could yes. lock in Toy Story 4, we could lock in Frozen 2, and we could lock in How to Train Your Dragon 3. I think I think we, we can sign that right now. We had better lock in How to Train Your Dragon 3 because that movie is good. It's so good. Like, Which is, by the way, okay. a GD lot of sequels. <laughs> like, that, that is. And you know what's going to be four, really funny? Three, two. How to Train Your Dragon will be going up against Toy Story again because 2010 was the last time they went up against each other in the animated category. And this time, maybe How to Train Your Dragon can win since it's the final one in the series. Well, it begs to be seen what Toy Story 4 is going to be. I mean, it, Toy Story 4 already has an uphill battle because people are like, but it's done. Yeah. It's over. Hey, wait for Which, Toy Story 5 in five years. Yeah, I'm trying to, to keep myself from saying that because that's what I said the last time there was a new Toy Story movie and Toy Story 3 became like my favorite animated movie ever. So right. I'm just trying that. trying to ease off the gas on my dislike for the fact that they're making a Toy Story 4. Yeah, but how about that Frozen 2 trailer? That actually got me interested. So I did watch it. It's actually surprisingly not what I expected and I enjoyed it. So mm. It has a more action adventure type of Feel, feel to it instead of let's sing about snowmen and trolls. Oh, the last I like, the I like Frozen. I it's good. It's good, but it's this is different in the sense of like it's not what you expected. And because I wasn't in love with the for the first one as much too, I liked it, but I wasn't in love with it. This one was just like, okay, um, where'd this come from? Because um, snowman Anna Anna wields a sword, guys. Yeah. To literally get the sword out in this one. Um, okay. Anyway, for, so for so you guys don't have the Adams family, but you're going to add that now. No. No. Okay. Well, I, I guess I'm going to see them more. Armageddon. That's an amazing name. There you go. All right. Was, um, Chandership, was Chandership nominated? It was, right? Yes. Yes, it was. Wait, it was? Yes. Chandership yeah, like nominated. 99% wrote in tomatoes, I remember. Wow. Yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah. Forgot about that. Uh, what about guys? Sonic the Hedgehog coming no, out this year. That, that's not animated. I can't wait, but no. It's not animated. No, I think it's no because Jim Carrey's playing Doctor Eggman, and I think it's like action. Oh, okay. Well, except never mind then. <laughs> well, except for all the main characters. I'm glad to say, it's like except well, him. Everyone him. We were talking it, about this in the show. Better have Knuckles like, and Shadow. It yeah. better have Knuckles and Shadow. God damn it. <laughs> What do you guys think? Is the Lion King pushing for that? <sighs> you know, I don't look, think it'll qualify as an animated film if it wants to. Yes. Like if they, if they, 
you know, if they campaign for it, it'll get nominated in this category. I don't think they will though, because they'll have Frozen, they'll have Frozen Two and Tragedy and Toy Story Four. They're gonna push they those two. Them one. Yeah, but they, All but right. they might get a little bit of, a little bit of, a little bit of Disney money. A little bit of Disney money. All Disney right, money. Ryan. Uh, let's go to Best Actor. Who do you have? Uh, I have Tom Hanks, <laughs> who is yes. getting nominated for "You Are My Friend." Oh no! It's, it's actually changed the name now. It's the name is changed. Yeah, it it's called "A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood." Well, Tom Hanks is getting nominated. <laughs> I can say that with certainty, and I think that one of the guys from "Once Upon a Time in Hollywood," probably Leo, if he's the lead, he's the lead of that yeah. movie. if he's the lead of that movie. Because it's unclear <laughs> to me who is the lead right now. Um, I could see that getting a nomination. Now, okay, so the to- Tom Hanks has an and... interesting case, but go ahead. No, what do you mean that Tom Hanks is an interesting case? Because remember, like the last th- th- one, two, three, the Captain Captain Phillips saving Mister Banks and Sully. Sully. He's been so close, and the Post. And <laughs> British spies he's, and everything. He's since two thousand one. He, he since two thousand one. He has missed an Oscar nomination, and it's shocking. Like how? I don't like. He's gonna have to like wow, like knock it out of the park for this one. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's coming out this year. This is the problem with these way too early Oscar picks. See, this is the fun part because it's ridiculous. Uh, I don't think Tom Hanks is a ridiculous pick. No, he's not. That that hey, I have I have spoiler, I have that pick too. I have two. Cool. Then watch us all be wrong. What what's your other three? Or just did two? Uh see, my problem is that I I don't know. Like I'm yeah. I just did two. Let's just say I just did two. Okay. Because I don't trust these other people to get nominated. <laughs> okay, well, well, you know what? Uh, and, and you trust uh, like the, the Shaun the Sheep sequel to get nominated. <laughs> I do trust Farmageddon. Okay, well, I'm going to hold that to you now, and you can hold it over our heads if you get that gets in. Um, okay, what do you have, Abe? So I have Leonardo DiCaprio, because I think he's the lead. He's playing the main character. And also, I don't think he would like to get second building next to Brad Pitt. <laughs> Uh, Robert De Niro for The Irishman. He goes back with Scorsese just after, since Casino, I think it's the last time they worked together, right? Uh, which is a movie I love. I have Tom Hanks. I have, uh, I had, well, two people, but it's a slash because I don't know who's going to go lead. It's Christian Bell and Matt Damon for Ford versus Ferrari. Mm, yeah. Directed by James Mangle, which comes out in November 12th. And I have, uh, an, I don't know if an interesting choice, but I think this is a blockbuster movie, but it's still, it's uh, Will Smith in Gemini Ma. Man, do you know mm. which film? It's directed by Ang Lee. Yep. And he's playing, like, it's, I think it's a clone trying to kill himself. So I think that duality of a role can get him a nomination. Not sure what if can happen, but it's just a prediction that I'm doing way too early. Yeah, I, yeah. No, yeah. For I, the sake of fun. No, for the sake of fun, absolutely. Hey, you know, for the sake of fun, you know, speaking, I actually have, uh, I have Adam Driver coming back in for the report. Um, I have e- the report, which is a movie that came out of can can not can Sundance that got high regards and was just picked up by Amazon and it's going to be their pony. 
Um, What's it about, Manny? Oh, what is it about? I should probably say that first. <laughs> um, the report. Let me find the official synopsis because I'm gonna do a really poor job at trying to like. I know it's based upon. Um, it was. Um, here we are. Sundance shared the official synopsis. Senator, Senate staffer Daniel Jones assigned to, to the daunting task of leading an investigation into the CIA's detention and interrogation program. After analyzing extensive evidence, he learns about their enhanced interrogation techniques, proven to be brutal, immoral, and ineffective, that the CIA op adopted after 9-11. When Jones and the Senate Intelligence Committee attempt to release the results from his investigation, however, the CIA and White House go to great lengths to prevent the truth from getting out. Directed by Scott Z. Burns, who... Um, this is this is a directorial debut, but he wrote the screenplays for Contagion, The Bourne Ultimatum, and The Informant, mm. um, and it's gotten some great reviews out of cans so uh, yeah. Sundance so far. So, yeah, I yeah. Thought, why not? Now, I'll I'll co-sign onto that because I can see Adam Driver being really good in something like that. Oh yeah. Plus, also Annette Benning is playing Diane Feinstein or Feinstein uh, in supporting role. So, <laughs> yeah. But, so. Uh, so can I read? Oh, I don't know, Manning. Do yep. you have any other choice? Because at Ma Malcolm Pope put his choices. Oh on yeah. The, on the uh, let's see what Malcolm put because he left uh, us. Well, I have it right here. Should I read? Oh, go ahead. He has Theron Edgerton with Rocket Man. I actually have that too because why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it does. And he's actually singing. Yes. 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 Oh. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks, I think for the same movie. Egon McGregor, I don't know for what movie he didn't specify. No. And Joaquin Phoenix for the joke, which I forgot. And I think hmm. there's a chance if Todd Phillips can pull that movie off. Yeah. I like War. Yeah. Did you guys like War Dogs? Yeah, I really enjoyed that film. I like oh. Jonah Hill and Miles Teller were really good. No, they were they were the best part about it. Uh, easily, yeah. um, he can pull off the performance. Oh, yeah. I don't know if they're not really as the film. I also, than yourself in that movie. He can get double nominated. There we go. I I had uh, also had Ian McKellen for a movie called The Good Liar, um, because Ian McKellen, if he's gonna get an Oscar, he needs to do something. Then okay. Uh, uh, hey, best actress. Best actress. Okay, I'm gonna go from okay. This movie I don't know if it's coming out next year, but it's filming right now. Usually films that are filming like early in the year get finished if they're good Oscar films. It's a movie directed by Aaron Sorkin. It's Lucy and Desi. It's about this. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What is it about? I, I read it. It's Lucy about Lucille Ball and Desi. Yeah. I don't remember her And last it movie. starts Kate Blanchett. <gasps> oh, yeah. And we, we hadn't seen the Blanchett monster. <laughs> <laughs> it's since Carol was in class. Yeah. Something. Yeah, I think I uh, think she didn't Cynthia, get nominated, did she? Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. I don't um, know. She, I'm she, bored. she she had a, an incredible year. Yes, she did. She's gonna pour this year with that. Uh, I'm gonna save that one for life. Well, uh, Jody Turner Smith for Queen is Slim. It's a movie about a couple, a black couple, oh. which go to just get uh, what how you call it? like the police stops them. And something happens. Yeah. It just, that's the synopsis. It starts then in Kaluuya. And I thought that was interesting. And I have my future wife, my celebrity crush, one of a lot, Amy Adams, for the woman in the window. This will be the seventh, and she will not die with Clay close with a win. So you think uh, Amy Adams is gonna is going to win? Uh, hopefully. 
and I have one that's crazy, but this director has given Anne Hathaway an Oscar, has given uh, Colin Firth an Oscar, and has given, I'm forgetting someone, who did Tom Hooper director for an Oscar? Uh, uh, Alicia Vikander. Uh, Alicia Vikander for an Oscar. Rebel Wilson is getting nominated for Cats. Okay. Um, that was okay. the, that is that, uh, I'm not sure what's uh, crazier, uh, Farmageddon or this. And I have a wild card, uh, Optivia Spencer for Ma. Have you watched, have you guys watched that trailer? That's a trailer. I will say that. If Carrie Bates can win for Misery, she can win for that. Just because I'm putting Natalie Portman on my list for Pale Blue Dot, but she didn't get anything for Vox Lux this year. Now, I've heard Vox Lux is insane. Yes. Yeah, I know. Very eclectic. (laughs) Now, I also have Natalie Portman on my list, but it's for Lucy in the Sky. What's that film up for? No, it's not related to the Beatles, but it's not actually. Uh, Lucy in this, it's not. Her name is Lucy. In, in the movie, she, uh, in she is actually in the sky, which is like why they named it as such. Um, but it's uh, based upon astronaut uh, Lisa now Nowak's alleged criminal activities around her romantic involvement with fellow astronaut William Ophelin. Ophelin. Um, but she had, but an astronaut returns to Earth after a lengthy mission and begins an affair with a fellow astronaut. She heads into a downward spiral as she loses her connection to her family, a condition that can affect those who spend a long time in space. And when her lover begins another affair with an astronaut trainee, the bottom drops out. So that wait, just sounds like the last Oscar made so of season, season two space movies next year. Wait, scratch that. The okay, it, the blue bail dot, the blue. The pale blue, pale dot, blue dot was renamed to Lucy in the Sky. So we're thinking oh. the same movie. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> but also, Dan Stevens is in this, and John Hamm, and Zazie Beats. So I'm excited. Why did they rename it? Pale Blue Dot is such a cool name for a movie. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, because her name's Lucy, and she's in the sky. <laughs> That's all I can have. Can um, I read Malcolm's? Oh, wait, I'm not done yet. <clears throat> wait. Oh, sorry, man. Uh, I have uh, Saoirse Ronan for Little Women, because I'm so excited for that yeah. movie. Uh, uh, Alfie Woodard for Clemency, which just got picked up by um, Neon, who did I, Tanya. Um, so I'm looking forward. That got another. I, I won the Grand Jury Prize at um, Sundance. So look out for that. I'm, I'm sure we'll talk about another nominee for Little Women, but in a category we're not talking about. Meryl is getting nominated for Little Woman, right? For yes. supporting actress. It depends on yeah. how the role is. <laughs> Who is she playing again? Aunt March. Oh, she's getting nominated. <laughs> she's probably winning too. No, don't say such things. Unless she's really good and deserves it and cool. But I mean, I'm dubious whenever they just give her a nom because I'm still not, I'm still upset about that Into the Woods one because I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was Queen. the most blatant. Queen Meryl. I'm all about it. Yeah, she's she's she is probably one of the best at working today. She's the best of um, yeah, and I also had uh, Aquafina for the farewell because the farewell is also getting fantastic reviews out of Sundance. And I think if they go somewhere, this could be a fun fun one. Plus, how fun would it be to see Aquafina just going around the award circuit? <laughs> that I I find that humorous. And then Cynthia review for Harriet because she's playing Harriet Tubman. Come on, that's like the Oscar bait right there. And again, she was, and like Abe said, she was phenomenal so good. this year. Phenomenal. 
All right. Yeah. What did Malcolm have, Abe? Uh, she had someone called F. Buck. I don't know from the family. Nicole Kidman for Goldfinch. Amy Adams for the, the Woman in Window. Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I don't think she will be lead. She's probably going to be supporting. supporting. That's what I think. And Lily James for Yesterday. Oh, forgot about Yesterday. All right. So, Best Director. Now, this is what I have. I have Greta Gerwig for Little Women. Yeah. Yes. Uh, no, 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 I don't have her. Oh, okay. So this is one that I don't think anyone's going to have, but hear me out, guys. Jay Roach for Fair and Balanced. I don't know what the movie is about. Uh, uh, <laughs> what the movie is about? <laughs> okay. Let, 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 me, let, me, let me... It is about the Roger Ailes... Ailes? Ailes. Uh, Ailes. Contro- uh, controversy or basically uh, sexual uh, misconduct. The investigation that oh, went into that ousted I, him from Fox yeah, News. Yeah, I, I saw that 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 film. I didn't. I didn't think it's gonna be bad. Yeah, Jay Roach did uh, uh, Game Change for HBO, and then he did Trumbo recently, which did better than people expected. And plus, the guy who's doing this wrote The Big Short. Who's writing this is writing. Who also wrote The Big Short. So Ryan's gonna love it. Um, but <laughs> oh, you know. And then so I'm thinking, you know what? They're just gonna. This is what's gonna happen. They have a pretty stacked cast. Charlize Theron's Megan Kelly, so that's gonna be a uh, crazy to see. Um, it's gonna be really interesting to see what they do and how blatantly liberal they'll be. <laughs> I'm curious how they treat a Megan Kelly figure. I I'm curious I'm about that too. Curious about that one because she's she has lovers and haters on both sides. Yeah, um, and then Quentin Tarantino, obviously. Yeah, from Hollywood. Maria Heller, because for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah. Because she did great work this year for Can You Forgive Me? So I thought, why not? She has she a knife for the director. She does. Oh, yeah. it was beautifully directed. As much as I had problems with like the story, but really good. Uh, and then Scorsese for The Irishman, which I'm going to say right now, guys, it could miss. Oh, it could. <laughs> it could miss terribly. Uh, yes, uh, there's a very distinct possibility. It's bad. Just, just, just but uh, go ahead, Ryan. I just no, no. I, that's all I had to say. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm thinking Ang Lee for Gemini Mouth because whatever you want to say, Ang Lee is one of the best. He meets yes. with uh, Billy Lynn's long half time. Oh yeah, because that was weird. Uh, Ang Lee. There are two Ang Lees. There's a good Ang Lee and there's a bad Ang Lee. You don't <laughs> want to mess with really sure bad. what you're getting. <laughs> yeah. He tries. Oh, he always tries, but there's yeah. still a good angle. There's hit or miss. Also, uh, uh, I have Joe and Anthony Russell because of my prediction of Endgame, uh, which we'll talk about later, and James Mango for Ford versus Ferrari. Which, uh, yeah, Ford versus Ferrari is one that I was I was close to because I'm excited. Uh, there's about six, that. but like I think those at least three can make. I mean, James Mangold thinking with Matt Damon and uh, Christian Bale in one movie, that's cool. I'm I think it's like, James Mangold has no style. Like, I cannot tell you a James Mangold movie. I, I can tell you one. Three Tenda Yuma and Logan are have very, like... But, like, there's not, like, a James Mangold shot. Like, it's like you, don't, you don't need that all the time. Look at oh, Green no, Book. We, we it's just one. Like... <laughs> there's no Peter Fairley shot. I don't, I don't, I, I can't, oh, I can't, I can't argue with that. I can't oh, what is it? What is it? 
Does it involve a belt? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that does involve a pizza. <laughs> Maybe. There you go. Uh, what did you have for director? <laughs> what did you have for Maybe. director, Ryan? Maybe. Uh, definitely Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. And I'm going to be so happy about that. Um, Mariel Heller, for sure. Mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig. I, I Gre- Greta Gerwig, this is going to, like, no matter how good or bad Little Woman is, I feel like this is going to be the, like, we're sorry for lady and, we didn't and even though i don't think she deserved to be nominated for lady bird like i think she's gonna get her we're sorry oscar nomination and then not win again <laughs> um yeah and then the person is gonna say these three men and get her and Maria <laughs> i think uh, that i think that tom hooper probably has a decent chance for cats yeah <laughs> I'm gonna have a hard time like believing that because those cats scare me, man. <laughs> those are freaky cats. I think um, even my cat can win an Oscar. And then at least the very early website that I've been using to help me out uh, is it's talking a lot about this movie Queen and Slim. I don't know what it's about, but oh, it's the one I said before about yep. the couple and the in but, getting put up by a cop. But I'll, I'll say Melina Matsukis for Queen and Slim. Good choice. All right. Now for best picture. So I'm gonna I'm going to you guys have ten or do you guys have I have nine because I went to Academy numbers. Okay. I have just a few random ones. Okay. Well then I'm gonna say something I want to see if you guys have them. Um A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yes. Yeah. The Farewell. Nope. No. Okay. Fair and balanced. No. No. What's that one over? That's That's the one I just said about the we just talked about. Uh, Oh, okay. Uh, oh, four. Oh, go ahead. No, but, I thought it got no title. Uh, it, this is the working title. Uh, oh, you know okay. how backseat was the one for. For vice. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ford v Ferrari. Yes. Sure. Harriet. Yeah. No. Uh, the Irishman. Yes. Yeah. At this point, Little Women. Yeah. Yes. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. The report. Nope. Maybe. And my big pick for today, the, 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 for now until otherwise, Star Wars Episode Nine. No. Um, oh, I have a little faith. <laughs> one movie I think is definitely going to get nominated just based on like who's around it. I think Us is probably going to do. Oh, one. I hope uh, so. I, I put that one on my list. Yeah. So excited to watch coming up next month. Infinity. I yeah, so hope so. I guess we'll see if that's good or not. But I'm sure it's gonna be good. It's question is it's gonna be. But if it's just sort of good, I feel like yeah. people are gonna put that over heels for it. So I think if it has a message, let's like get out. It has a chance. Yeah. But like if well, it's it'll have a message. And just <laughs> what is that message? Is the question. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be as like you know have a what's the word? Not like not underlying. What's the word? A deeper meaning might be. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. Because Get Out, oh, so good. So very good. Um, what else uh, did I did, did you guys have on that I did not have on? Uh, I, I, I said it before. I think Avengers Endgame. Oh, if yeah. They apply the same exact narrative. Of course, the Lords of the Rings movies, I think many of us, even though I don't enjoy them as much, can agree. It's like, well, the first two I've seen. Like they're well made movie and more prestigious, like than many MCU movies. 
like they have more story, they have more production and everything. But I think if they apply the same narrative and if they want, which uh, I, I think they probably will after the success of what Black Panther, they can get something with Endgame. Winning? I don't know. Maybe. I hope so. Uh, Gemini Man from Ang Lee because he's Ang Lee and Cats from Tom Hooper because he what was... Because he was two out of two. Then the the Danish girl came and he flopped big. I mean, I know. we can't get an Oscar, but like he he did not get the success he got for his little film for for, for uh, from his previous films. But I think Cats has a chance. Also, it's a musical. They should nominate a musical. Mm. What do you guys think of the Goldfinch? I have the, no idea. I read. I'm conflicted because Roger Deakins is, is shooting it, so it's gonna look great. But it doesn't. It seems more young adult novelly than. And it's got like Nicole Kidman and Sarah Paulson. Yeah, it's a good cast, but I'm like, the guy, the young guy, and his and his two friends are in on, in caught in the world of crime, and it's like, okay, I don't know. I need I need to see a trailer. They like Ryan Johnson's uh, Knives Out, that comes out in November. That can get Oof. in. I don't know. Yeah, well, I would, many, many uh, you don't like the the last Jedi. Well, I love. I'm still excited. Well, my is with the last Jedi. <laughs> we're not. This is not a Star Wars podcast. We'll get into that. I, you, I have your side said a lot. Don't don't get don't get Manning and I on this. No, no, no. He, he talked for way too long about it. No, uh, I mean, listen. No, what I said, I knives out. I was what I was sighing about is that this is a murder mystery whodunit. And I see this, and they say we're, this is, it's going to be like death on the Nile type of thing. They were saying um, murder under the sun, those Agatha Christie type of things to those I'm reading, more modern twists. I'm reading, I'm reading but the synopsis for the Goldfinch. True. This sounds like the Oscar bait film of the year. It sounds like a young adult novel to me. I guess that's just because I have no idea what it is. But, but I mean, if you have Nicole Kidman and Sarah Paulson, it's like you put her from her perspective, maybe they just facing like the, the true. I guess it's the three main kids that are like I'm seeing this trio, and I think of every young adult novel like ever, because it's like a like this one kid with his two friends who go on crazy adventures. Like the Goonies. <laughs> exactly, and Goonies is not nominated for best picture. You know what is clearly getting nominated for best picture? What? It chapter two. <laughs> Hey, you know what? The first one was phenomenal. I this one nine four. So I am okay. I am I'd be okay with that. Uh, anything else you guys have that I did not mention? Not really? Nope. Nothing else? No. A okay, well, anything it's you guys have. Yeah, this is my our longest one yet, but it's our final one for a couple months. So any last words you guys have before we move on? Because I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> Cats is getting nominated. Oh, and it's gonna win I'm gonna go four Oscars. Pete Jones is gonna perform the shit out of that new song she's gonna do from the Lion oh King. But Rebel Wilson will steal her Oscar. Telling it right now. Rebel Wilson winning that Oscar. I do not believe that, sir. I do not believe that. Yeah. Well, um, I, I, I actually I see Farmageddon winning it before I see Rebel Wilson winning. <laughs> Hey, I didn't say it was going to win. Well, I mean, I'm not, I know. I'm just saying I see that happening more than I see that happening. It's no, no, sir. No, sir. Um, Everyone doubts the sheep. I, I doubt the sheep. 
Do you have something against fat people? Wait, what? No. What? <laughs> what? Whoa. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not where this is going for. You are putting words into my mouth, Abe. Uh, I'm I, question. You can confirm or deny that. I will deny. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, this is, what is it? What is this? A hearing? A congressional hearing? About hey. something about that guy named Cohen and we don't talk Brian, about it. Are you doing push ups? Huh? I believe you were doing push ups. You're going down and up with you. Oh, okay. There you go. See, all right. We're here on Gone with the Wind, not only do we encourage uh, a respectful debate, we encourage a healthy lifestyle. So today, from all the us Gone with the Wind, where can they find you guys, Abe? You can follow my Twitter at AbrahamF25. You can watch the Reactor Summit, which goes up whenever I like to. Uh, well, this week I have a good excuse, but it's kind of personal, which I don't want to talk about. Uh, last week it was just because I'm lazy. Uh, please don't on my Facebook. You don't know me. Thank you very much. And Ryan, where can they find It was great being in the show. Sorry. Oh, uh, You can find me um, trolling around some Movie Talk Facebook groups. Uh... I won't say anything controversial. Um, and yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, you'll. I'll just go curl up in a corner and watch political shows. I guess yeah. for the next few months. So, I mean, Wait, the so every apprentice is that a political? <laughs> no, I feel like it's, it is no. Uh, no, hey, I, I watched a great political show today called uh, the uh, Michael Cohen hearing. That was a that was a carnival. I watched uh, a bunch of that. I know. I actually did too work. I took I took about an hour or so while I was at work because we work in a news station, so it's a good excuse because I'm watching the news. That's work, right? Um, Totes. So yeah, loop loophole. So yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at cine underscore man. That's c i n e underscore m a n n, and you can check Gone with the Wind out when we come back in May. But at this point, I want to thank you guys for sticking with us for these 22 episodes. And a couple specials and live reactions. But again, we thank you for that. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, I'm excited for next year because we're done with this year. No more all this other ridiculous stuff. We're entering a new period, guys. A new time. Um, so I'm excited for that. And thank you all again for joining us. And don't forget, I'll see you guys at the cinema. Have a good night.